Welcome back to the Lynx Golf Podcast. My name is Graylin Loomis. I'm one of your hosts, along with Ian Kreitzer, a fellow golf expert. Ian, how are you doing, buddy? Doing well as always. How are you? Doing well. Doing really well. So keen listeners will have heard earlier this season that our season sponsor is the Central Oregon Visitors Association, COVA for short, and people will hear us say that throughout this episode. Um, and our topic today is Central Oregon. Um, and up to this point that we've, and through this point, we have a policy that on this podcast, Ian and I will never talk about a destination that we haven't visited and even then, a destination that we think is worthy of being on the podcast. Right. And it just so happens that Kova is both a place that I have been, a place that I think is worthy of discussion, and they are our season sponsor. So I, I'm, uh, I'm happy to talk about them today, both for the support they've offered the podcast and allowing us to do this and have the equipment we're speaking into right now, uh, but also as a place that... I think can be a standalone golf destination or tied into something like a band of dunes trip. And we'll, we'll talk about how you can do all of that. For sure. For sure. And full disclosure, I have not been to central Oregon. Um, so this would be kind of me, uh, asking Graylin kind of Kova one one almost. Um, and cause he speaks very highly of it before they even sponsored the, the podcast. We had discussed the places, you know, the courses that are there. It's a beautiful area. Um, from what I hear and have been to Oregon, but not central Oregon necessarily. Yeah. And both of us are from the East coast. So I am from Western North Carolina. Ian is from kind of central Eastern North Carolina, so I don't think either of us really knew prior to working at Lynx exactly what was out. You know, I mean, to me, like, that's easier to get to, you know, Scotland, I, I thought, than get to Central like Oregon. It's a, and yeah, it, it is it's a, in some regards, but... It can, you know, yeah, can be, yeah, depending yeah. on the time of year. Sure. But um, I was very happy to get out there. I actually went with a, um, a lady named Chris Hayes, who's on our sales team here at Lynx. And good went, player. Yeah, very good player. We went out there on, on a trip together, and I, I'll kind of run through what we did so that um, listeners will know what's possible and, and what you can do. But we uh, we flew out and spent two days at Bandon Dunes. And then hopped in our rental car and drove up to Bend, Oregon. And for those that don't know, Bend um, is kind of the heart, I, I would argue, of this central Oregon um, area. Right. I mean, there are other towns there. You have Redmond, Oregon, and other spots. But Bend is kind of the heart and soul, at least that was my uh, interpretation of right. where we were, the heart and soul of uh, of Central Oregon, and we kind of split the trip and did a week where it was two or two or three days in um, Bandon, and then two or three days in Bend. And we played golf, visited a lot of interesting places, and um, talked to a lot of locals about what they do uh, and and what they. Uh, yeah, you know, where they play their golf, what they do in the winter, everything like that. Which it's a great place in the winter too for like skiing. Yeah, you're a big like, skier, so yeah. you know, just we'll we'll <laughs> kind of skip over this for now. But it's an area with quite a bit of skiing. Yeah, um, and they, I, I'll have to to look up the name of um, the the nearby mountain, which you can see from a lot of the golf courses. But right. I spoke to a lot of people who said that they ski in the mornings and golf in the afternoons. That which, sounds uh, like heaven. Yeah, that yeah. would be uh, Ian Kreitzer just to the T. <laughs> that, that's right up there, yeah. That, that's awesome. Um, so 
Well, I'll quickly add that drive from Bandon up to Bend is mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful drives I've ever done. A, almost second to um, the drive we did recently from Eugene down to Bandon. Dunes. Right, Which, because Eugene has that major airport, so that's kind yeah, exactly. of well, and, also. And yeah. that brings us to, to how you'd even get to, to Bend. Bend has an airport. Um, nearby, you also have the Redmond Airport. So you kind of have the small regional airports. But in terms of big big hit airports you have eugene and you have portland mm-hmm. and both of those are what a about two forty-five, three hours away yeah I, I know driving. portland portland's like three and some change maybe away and from you can get a puddle jumper from either of those down to bend right. in a heartbeat but the drive from both is just the drive's really pretty yeah you can go through some uh, state parks and national parks with big kind of black rock lava fields and stuff and yeah. a, everybody a, listeners will hear me talk today about some of the golf courses which have these big rock features which date back to kind of lava fields in the area and it, it's a very unique look where yeah. uh, you don't really you haven't seen it before at least I hadn't coming from the east coast right totally different vibe and like, like I said where I've been in Oregon it's it's kind of the same you know you get the same uh, deal at the same it's totally different than out on the east coast like, yes like totally totally different so really really cool to see uh, if you haven't been and culture is different too i mean I, sure. everything's different a bend as a town before we get into the golf courses bend as a town really clicked with me because I, i'm from Asheville, north carolina and for those that don't know Asheville is kind of this oddity in the mountains of western north carolina where it's this kind of very hippie um artsy craft beer sort of scene um, and doesn't really feel like a southern city in, in many ways. Right. Um, and I got to Bend and thought to myself, like, whoa, this is very, very similar to Asheville. <laughs> you felt at home, but like yeah, felt, on, felt on, at the, home, on the West Coast. On a different coast. And, yeah. um, you know, a lot of craft breweries, a lot of good restaurants. Um, David McClay Kidd lives there, too. David McClay Kidd lives there, and we'll talk about his uh, nearby course he designed called Tethero. Um, so it's a... Uh, it's a high quality of living sort of place. That's how I describe it. And that's yeah. also how I describe Asheville, where you, know, you can be out in the mountains hiking. You can be playing golf if you're into the outdoors. You know, I, my my read on it was it's a pretty darn good place to be. A lot of people ride their bikes around. Yeah. Um, so it, with that, we'll just jump right in into the golf courses. Yeah, for sure. And um, since we already mentioned it, let's just start with Tethero. So yeah. that is a David McClay kid design. And um, David lives there in Bend. So he designed the course. And I'll just be perfectly honest here. Based on talking to caddies and talking to others in the area, right when it opened, the thing was very, very difficult. Yeah. And it, it was kind of in David's... Um, uh, let's just design a really, really difficult hard golf course phase. <laughs> and, and I think he's even talked about Shout having Castle that Castle Course in St. Andrews, too. Castle Course in St. Andrews kind of falls in yeah. that and kind of the opposite of what he did at like a Gamble Sands or um, right. at uh, Mammoth Dunes in Sand Valley. Right. So the course has been eased and a lot of bunkers have been removed and greens have been softened. And over the years since he's lived there, I think he's kind of chipped away at it and kind of made it his pet project where it has uh, become much more enjoyable to play. And I was fortunate enough to, when I played it, I was getting the the softened, enjoyable version. Right. Yeah. Um, but he, it still feels 
very much like a lynx course in the high desert. Um, so, right. you know, you're up at a fairly high elevation there. Yeah. You have kind of snow-capped peaks in the background, and um, it has a lot of mounding and firm kind of fescue fairways that feels a lot like a lynx course. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, David Kidd is from Scotland, so of course he kind of tries to bring that lynxy sort of feel to to a lot of his courses. Right. Um, but both of us really enjoyed it, and uh, I say both Chris, my, my partner on the trip, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to seeing it at some point. So, yeah. Yeah. We uh, we had a great time, and um, it it stood out to me as a course that I really would have liked to see more than once right. um, we had a caddy but there are some holes where you look out and you see the mounding and you're thinking where do i hit this and then yeah. you hit the ball and think boy i'd love to play that again you yeah, know exactly. which to me is the test of a of a good course do i finish up and think i want to go do that again. i want to do that again yeah um kind of tobacco roadish almost or? yeah a little bit tobacco roadish okay. yeah I, we love tobacco yeah road. a little bit less quirky than tobacco road but right. um but, you know, in that vein where you think, boy, I'd play that hole totally differently yeah. if I saw it again. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tethero also, uh, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but they also have um, some accommodation there, a good bar, good restaurant. And yeah. all of that is up on the hill overlooking like the first hole, 18th hole, driving range. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Which is very cool because oh, yeah. you kind of finish up and you just want to sit there and have a couple beers and look Enjoy out the at the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, let's go ahead and get a quick word from the season sponsor, Kova, um, and then we'll jump right back in and talk about um, three more destinations and then just make quick mention of all the golf in that area. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I said I was going to mention all of the golf in the area. There, mm. in the greater Central Oregon area, there are probably thirty plus courses. Right. Um, many are private, and we're not going to talk about the private ones today. You know, just based on the fact that if you're going out to Central Oregon to play golf, you probably aren't going to just play private courses. Right. If you get invited to one, then great. You yeah, do but, it. then go but, for it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're going to focus on on four resorts that right. have uh, you know more than four courses total. So let's jump to what I kind of think of as the classic golf destination in that area, and that is Sun River Resort. They, mm -hmm. they have uh, four courses. Uh, Crosswater is the big famous one there. Right. Um, I, my understanding is that uh, the other three are, are great in their own right, but Crosswater is the one that's always been ranked highly. Right. Um, they host a lot of tournaments there. And um, talking to the serious golfers in the area, that's that's the one you want to play. Right. Sun River is a fairly large resort. They, they have a lot you can do and a lot of accommodation options. Um, but in my mind, it, it's kind of uh, Sun River 
embodies everything that you'd want to do in the bend area you can like be out kayaking right. on a river yeah, yeah, you yeah. can go hiking you can play golf play golf you can you know go ski and it's yeah. uh it kind of perfectly summed up like everything you'd want to do you could do it there yeah absolutely um it was a little bit of a shame when i was there i actually didn't play any golf at sun river eight we went we had lunch i walked some of the course um, but the darn place was so popular, we couldn't get a tee time. Wow. And one of the courses was um, closed for a tournament. So right. ended up talking to one of the head pros for a while and kind of getting the rundown and meeting everybody. Uh, but that's one of the ones that I really want to get back and play. So yeah. Crosswater well, still on the to-do list. That, that speaks to the popularity of, you know, like even though it's in Central Oregon, like, yeah. you know, not tough to get to, but maybe tougher than, you know, it's not near a major airport, but like people yep. are going. A lot of people you know? are going. Um, and what really speaks, you know, strongly based on my experience there was talking about how many Oregonians get down there. I think it's a really popular destination for people within the state. I know they draw a lot from like the Bay area as well. Who want to get out of the city and kind of get away and go up to the high desert and just really enjoy. I keep calling that area the high desert. I I hope it's technically is the high (laughs) desert. I'm sure we'll be corrected (laughs) if I'm totally wrong, but But it kind of feels like that. Yeah. Angry Oregonians are going to come and come. Yeah. yeah. Well, Hey, come find me. No, (laughs) (laughs) again, his cell phone number is (laughs) no, uh, well, the, I I want to get back to Sun River. Yeah. Um, I can speak to the quality of lunch and, and the quality of uh, their pro staff, but um, really wish that I'd been able to play crosswater, and, and that's one we'll get back to. Absolutely. So jumping now to just outside of Bend um, in a place that's closer to Sisters, Oregon, is Black Butte. And Black Butte is another resort that... Um, to me feels like a wilderness resort you know you're almost staying in log cabins you're out with a lot of hiking in the area they have two courses big meadow and glazed meadow and i had trouble in my mind i I played big meadow and Mm -hmm. i was trying to kind of place it because it has a lot of that um kind of parkland feel right um mixed with some mountain golf feel which is an interesting mix yeah mixed with um kind of these long views of big mountains so i really enjoyed it yeah um the the course was fun it's another that i thought man i'd love to get out there and play this again now that i've seen it uh because we just had a, a very good time we were paired up with two um people who were there from i believe they had driven down from portland oh cool and uh, said, yeah, we usually come down here for a long weekend and escape the city and, and just kind of get out and, and turn off our cell phones. And they, that's what the whole place felt like to me. That's awesome. That, yeah. yeah. Great vibe. Yeah. It's uh, I, I thinking back, um, I, I think the two courses have some similarities, but uh I, I really enjoyed Big Meadow and talking to everybody there. I, I'm happy that that was the one I played. Absolutely. For sure. So now we'll move on to the fourth destination. And we said we weren't going to talk about any uh, private golf courses, but th- this, this one's a little bit of both. Masterfix, yeah. So it's Pronghorn Resort, and uh, it is just outside of Bend. Um, it you, you talk about kind of a sense of... Um, 
I, I don't know, a sense of arrival. You kind of drive out this rural road and take a left, and the driveway to get down to their main gate is like four miles long. Jeez. It, yeah. it, it's very, you build up the anticipation. Um, they have two courses a Jack Nicholas course and a Tom Fazio course. Mm-hmm. The Jack Nicholas course is open to the public, the Fazio course is private just for members there. Gotcha. Um, and when I was there, they were in the midst of building a lodge on site mm-hmm. um, so that people had a place to stay out there instead of having to kind of drive in from Bend or another destination. Right. And that's finally uh, open. So it's the oh, Huntington that, Lodge. I bet that's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks really impressive. It looked impressive when I was there mid-construction, and now it's finished. And I, I think they anticipate bringing a lot of people out because hey, it's a, a big, beautiful, kind of high-amenity hotel. Yeah. And there's another reason to go out, though, too. Yeah. Like, I mean. Yes, very true. Um <laughs> At Pronghorn, the courses have um, a lot of kind of big rock features, you know, hearkening back to those lava flows. And I think there are even some areas that have like lava tubes. Um, I, I think it's not advisable to crawl down in them. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't let me have my list of things yeah. to do in Central Oregon. But, but it's tempting. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's a really impressive uh, facility. Looking at some of the pictures um, from the, well, from both courses, but uh, looking at the Tom Fazio course, there are some very there's some really interesting, unique use of all the rock features with right. greens hidden back behind kind of these jagged, sharp, uh, mean looking rocks and uh, like Fazio style, like when he you know kind of uses those those rock formations to his advantage and kind of blast the course out of out of that but, exactly yeah. yeah blasted it through and um, yeah you know emerald green kind of a, a, everything that you picture with the tom fazio course the, the nicholas yeah. course is similar um a little bit wider and uh still uses a lot of those rock features but um a much more nicholas sort of feel it's a uh, nicholas signature course and I think is one of the considered one of the top courses in the area. Absolutely, yeah. That's the one that I've when you know when someone Central Oregon comes to mind, like that's that's the resort that I would think of that and and Tethro. But um, at least before you know we started doing research for this, and you told me about your trip, but um, now they all seem like you know places to places to go. But yeah, they, there's a lot of accommodation in and around Bend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I actually got to see some, uh, we stayed right out on the edge of Bend. Um, and kind of this cool, this describes Bend, I, I think to a T, <laughs> this kind of converted motel um, that had become this kind of trendy, hipstery sort of uh, hotel. That sounds about right, yeah. yeah. Um, but we went and saw like an old church that had been converted into a hotel and um, had a bunch of beer down there in town and live music everywhere. And you know, it, uh, I, it's another one of these places where I think I'd, my non-golfing wife would be very happy going with me and oh, you know I, I could sneak away in the mornings and loose could kind of look around and, and have a good time in town and then we could hang out and go to a brewery in the afternoon right listen, listen to music and you know do whatever yeah exactly so that rounds out kind of the four destinations that i visited and i spent the most time at while i was there um, like we said there are many more in central oregon um 
but if you went out there and you played all of the courses we mentioned at all those places, you could easily spend a week. Yeah. And um, and adding in uh, extra activities to not just golf. Exactly. Uh, that's hiking, hiking, kayaking, yeah. paddle boarding, everything. You know, beautiful rivers, breweries. Uh, at the right time of year, skiing. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, It's pretty amazing. I ate my caddy at Tethero. Um, I forget the number, but told me how many days he had skied and caddied around. And you, you awesome. think, man, that that is, he's doing I something I love right. that. I love that. Yeah, that's my spirit animal right there. Yeah. yeah. So we'll leave it at that. I, I hope that that piques people's interest um, in getting out to, to Central Oregon. I, I want to thank the Central Oregon Visitors Association again for supporting the podcast and supporting what we do, making this possible. Absolutely. Um, it's it's a very, very good feeling when a podcast sponsor is also a place that we feel very happy and comfortable you know, talking about and promoting. And they, this kind of pairs up really well. Absolutely. It's a great destination, and they want to support what we're doing. So. It's a win-win. Yeah, with that, thanks to Kova, and thank you, Ian, for uh, being on another episode. For sure. Um, if anyone wants to read more about my trip out there, I did write about it. You can find it on linksmagazine.com. Um, once you're there, you can sign up for Links Digital, our free e-magazine. You can subscribe to the print magazine, and you can sign up for our email e-newsletter where we send out um, multiple times a week cool content and what we're doing, where we're going. Um, I strongly suggest that you follow links on social media. Ian has been absolutely killing it lately for our Instagram account in particular. I love the content you're putting up there, but we're on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, if anybody has any suggestions for topics they want to hear, reach out to us at letters at linksmagazine.com. And with that, Ian, we'll wrap this up and um, we'll uh, cover another episode next week. Sounds good.